Hello, friends. Welcome to Perfect in Love with John and Kim. I'm John. I'm Kim. Well, good evening, lovely. Hi. We just got done enjoying Mexican food at our favorite Chinese place. The Peking Chinese American Cantina and Grill. And the local Sibawang, Michigan. Mm. Very good on down here. Yeah. This is tasty. This is tasty. I love our rural rural home where we live. Well, hello, friends. Um, we've missed you. We're excited. Glad to be back. I forgot it was Thursday until... Again. Yeah, until we were getting home. Um, I don't know what happens on Thursdays that it just completely disappears. Maybe it's so I won't get anxious or nervous. You think? I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know the right answers to that without getting in trouble. Oh my goodness. You act like I... <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, let's see. What have you all missed in our lives in the past week? What's been going on? Cooking, working at the camp. You've been skating, coaching, getting people... Ready for competitions. Mm -hmm. It's been cold and windy. The dogs chased me in the backyard. The dogs. They didn't chase me. They chased the cat, which made me fall in the snowbank. The dogs drug you like you were a sled. Um, Jerks. They never listened to our podcast, though, so they missed the episode called Don't Be a Jerk. So they're still jerks. Well, you know, they're like sour patch kids. And we got payment worked out and sent in for our Holy Land cruise in the fall. Mm-hmm. So we're getting excited, looking forward to that, but don't want to look past all the things that are going to happen between now and then. You finished your puzzle. I finished my puzzle tonight. That stinking Harry Potter puzzle. Man, that one was hard. You know, there we're going to talk more about puzzles in the future, too. Uh, looking at plans and trying to figure out tonight's podcast. Um, I had lots of other ideas that just weren't fit for, <laughs> weren't fit, weren't the right pieces for tonight. <laughs> Get it? Pizza. Oh, hey, touche. <laughs> it's all coming together now. I digress. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, before the fall, when we go on this cool Holy Land cruise, there's a whole summer full of summer camps, kids getting to know Jesus. There's the rest of this winter and spring of retreats and adult nationals you're booked to go to salt lake city how crazy is that you're going back where it all started it's so cool um all right so i was flipping through looking for some things we could hit on for tonight and you know when we started this podcast we kind of had the thought in mind of doing this together and you know not necessarily being a marital advice podcast. We're not counselors, nor are we experts. This is only our first marriage. There's many more people who have way more experience than us. They've had two, three, four, heck, even five. Have you 
<laughs> That's right. You don't name names. Don't call people. What if he listens? Just kidding. He's never listened. And he'd probably laugh anyway. Um, <laughs> not advice, but just, um, you know, we try our best to live our marriage um, the way that it was intended by God and through scripture. And so if we can spread gospel that way by being an example and just letting people into our lives and our marriage, then and if that helps, awesome. That's great. Um, but, you know, at times we kind of get into the, uh, a little bit into the weeds with uh, different camp ministry things, different things that are going on and different topics, and um, maybe not as directly into the whole marriage realm. So I thought maybe tonight we could kind of spin back to that for a week. And I was reading in Luke, and I was reading out of our, I call it our vow renewal Bible, because it's the one we had people sign and highlight at our 10th anniversary vow renewal. And it's a marital Bible. It has different added bits of wisdom, different devotions, tidbits, different things in it um, pertaining to marriage and and married life. And so um, in Luke, there was a devotional reading in here um, by, uh, I don't know, some lady with a hard to pronounce name. It's weird because I thought that was only the scriptures in the Old Testament, but apparently it's the authors of devotions in this uh, particular Bible as well. If you've got an easy name like John Smith, you don't get to participate. You must have a difficult name. Um, Anyway, this is in here. So in Luke chapter 20, uh, verse 34 through 36 reads, The people of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy of taking part in the age to come and in the resurrection from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage, and they can no longer die, for they are like the angels. And so it's got a couple of questions in there for for discussing around that, um, which that passage in itself should raise lots of questions. Um, And the the title of the devotion that accompanies this is called uh, Marrying Only for a Lifetime. And so without reading through that whole devotion, uh, the questions here are, are what are some of the purposes of marriage? And uh, what do we think heaven will be like based on Luke 20, 34 through 36? So I guess first I would is, um, you know, I don't know. I would turn that question to you. So based off that verse, you know, what do you think that means about heaven in terms of married life? I mean, really, like, when we devoted ourselves to each other when you start bombing. Okay. Is that what you're after? (laughs) You were such a study for the test, girl. You're always like, oh, let me say the one that's the right answer, the right answer, the right answer. It's like, no, I just want to know what you think. Um, If you're asking, do I agree, then yeah. And this devotion talks about how marriage as it's 
talked about in Genesis even. God created men and women to be joined together as one in marriage to satisfy the need for human intimacy. And that in many ways it mirrors the um, desire for us to know our creator and to be known by him and kind of like a preparation for what eternity being united with Christ is supposed to be like. So basically my answer. Yeah. I just want to make sure that I'm not, you know, twisting it on you. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And But so what does that mean? You know, are we, once we die, it's till death do us part, right? Correct. We're good. Sorry, you don't need. <laughs> no, we're not stuck, though. Like. I mean, you're stuck with me or I'm stuck with you. Just. Just while we're here. Oh, okay. That's a grain of sand compared to eternity. Yeah. Um, this lady in this devotion talks about how, you know, if we're only married for this lifetime and there's no possibility of being united in heaven as husband and wife, um, she says, doesn't the concept of a soulmate presume an eternal, no beginning, no end kind of relationship? And she says, I have to be honest, if marriage is only for this lifetime, how can I believe that heaven is all it's cracked up to be? A place of eternal fulfillment. How can I be happy there without Dan, Dan being her husband? Um, and so that's where she consulted Genesis and you know, found that connection of what the purpose of marriage is. And if you think about it, so picture you know the best possible marriage on earth obviously you everyone listening is thinking of um, you and i of our marriage because about as good as it gets i can't imagine any better (laughs) anyway um we are flawed too we were just talking about that earlier Oh, yeah, but you guys don't get that conversation tonight. We're not ready. That one's too raw. Um, anyway, imagine the best possible marriage you can think of. Multiply it by 10. Not even a shadow of what eternity with Christ could possibly be like. But it, when you think about that good marriage, so what What are some things that make a marriage good? Oh, I'm supposed to have an answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we talked about this like before. Um, I like the friendship and the companionship part of it. I mean, obviously there's a lot of things that make a, mar- a marriage good. I mean, you've been one of the most influential people. And you'll say the same, I think, about me in actually drawing us closer to Christ. And I think that's part of a marriage in itself, too, is working together to figure out, you know, how you're supposed to walk and how you're supposed to serve God as a, as a Christian marriage and as partners in that. Um, so I think it starts off. A little different, a little different intent, but I think that's 
what God hopes that it forms into. Okay, yeah. Um, I think sacrificial love, right? Look at you with all the formal words. <laughs> but, but yes, you you merit. It's almost like a training course. And and now the statistics for our podcast show us that like eighty one percent of our listeners are female. Um, so I know we don't have a lot of husbands listening, at least comparatively. Um, but those of you that are, I know what you're thinking, that you're not being trained. You are. And all the wives listening are laughing because they know that or think that they're training their husband. But... I'm trying to- the reality is, is we're both being trained in a different way. We're both being trained on how to love like Christ. And what better way to learn sacrificial love than by having that intimate and close relationship with another person, mm-hmm. that companionship. Yeah. I mean, they're, well, I just got to say it. The dog was crying at two in the morning last night. And I got up in negative 300 degree weather. Um, I didn't realize you were doing something about cold. And basketball oh, shorts and no socks and hey dudes and a jacket and took that stinking dog outside. So hopefully you could get some sleep eventually. Now, I couldn't control the train, couldn't control the way the cat was. And the fact that she was a demon and somehow turned the radio back on. And I I controlled that by moving. (laughs) But, you know, if that's not sacrificial love, then I don't know what is, frankly. (laughs) And Siri agrees. So, how about that? My watch is wanting to join in on the podcast tonight. All right. Strange night. It's even getting stranger. But okay. <laughs> so. But yes, I agree with you about sacrificial love. And I guess that was my the way my brain has been operating lately. I have not been able to string intelligent sentences or words together. So yes, my whole big answer is basically you are to <laughs> sacrificial love and marriage being sacrificial love. And I, you talked about our vow renewal, I guess, when we did that this past summer, we talked a lot about that yes. in planning our ceremony. And that's been huge with a lot of our life changes and stuff. And it's, it's a lot of it's been a sacrifice. And I think we, whatever we do um, in working together, there's been sacrifice on each side of me and you just because it comes back to that. Well, and... You know, there's there's times where it's easy. Not, you know, life's not easy and marriage itself isn't easy, but it's it's easy to love. It's e- it's easy to make whatever sacrifice is required at certain times. Um, last night in the cold was not easy, but there are times where it's plenty easy. 
you know, when you don't have to get up and work the next day and it's 73 degrees out and the stars are out, um, you know, in our rural, not so populated area that we live in, that's one of the beautiful things. There's times that it's nice to get up and, and take the dog out. And there's times where you sacrifice a lot to take me up to the dairy barn seventy some degrees outside. <laughs> Not sure that puzzle piece goes there. But yes, it does. <laughs> okay, it does. <laughs> it's uh, a sacrifice. You okay. Sacrifice your time and gas and whatever to take So yeah, sometimes it's easy. Um sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's really hard. You know? Everybody thinks different. Everybody processes information different. And so there's times when, when things are hard that it's just not easy for either one of us. You know, um, you and I both process trauma and information and hard times differently. And so sometimes when you're still processing and wanting to talk through things and it's the fourth or fifth or sixth time on something, it's not the way I do it. And it's hard for me to stay the responsive, listening person that I need to be. Without us arguing back and forth, yeah. But the thing is, is, and that's the least that we can do. You know, if that's our training and that's how we get better and get prepared for eternity um, with our creator and the the to be known the way that we our our soul is designed to and and craves to be known and and the company that that we need to be in that we've done nothing to deserve man how small is that like how small of a thing is that to 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 fight through frustrations for Think about the sac- the sacrificial love that Jesus did for us. There's nothing, nothing I have ever, ever, ever been asked to do in my life or expected to do or even had the opportunity to do that compares to Jesus taking up the cross. I mean, what a ridiculous comparison to even be to try and make. There really isn't. Like, there's nothing you can. <laughs> no, that's the obvious answer. Yeah, I mean, nothing. Nothing in my privileged life that I could even put close to comparing. I mean, there's there's people that have suffered. There's people that have that have sacrificed huge, given the ultimate sacrifice, sacrificed their lives to save people. But only one has sacrificed blameless for all of mankind for their eternal salvation. So, yep, we're going to fight sometimes. It's going to get tough. There's things that are going to be unimaginable hurt at the time. It's going to feel that way because we're broken. We're not going to understand. We're going to feel undervalued, unappreciated. But we just got to remember. 
It's it's just working towards sanctification for something we've already been offered is already there for us to just accept and have. Man, that's cool. Like Dairy Barn. Like Dairy Barn. I am I am so ready for Dairy Barn to open back up. I don't even care that it's zero degrees out. And the antique store. Yes, and the antique store. More excited for them to open back up because I like that ice cream better. However, they are only accessible to us on the weekend. So Dairy Barn is still necessary for Monday through Thursday ice cream. It's just the way it is. It's also a little easier because you've got all the outdoor seating at Dairy Barn. So if it's a social trip with, say, some of the summer staff, campers or counselors or whoever is here or other friends or family in town, it's a lot easier to gather at Dairy Barn. And there are some more choices. And there's food. But it's February in Michigan. They're closed. Food. Sacrificial love, and then the whole conversation went to ice cream. Most conversations should go to ice cream. <laughs> okay, then. If you're still listening, I'm glad you caught our two verses of scripture and all the talk about Jesus before we got to ice cream. Because I don't know if I could talk about anything other than ice cream now. I really want ice cream. I don't want it. I do. I want ice cream so bad. Even though I was the one that brought it up. I know. I had donuts at our Chinese <laughs> cantina at the restaurant. Recap your dinner for everybody. Okay. So you had crab cheese. I did. Two chicken tacos. No veggies on them, of course, because gross. And then Chinese donuts. Yep. And a lemonade. In the lemonade. <laughs> this is our athlete in the house, ladies and gentlemen. She works out every day of the week, skates. She is an athlete for a living. She had crab cheese. I like crab cheese, okay? Veggie tacos. Okay. And we, donuts. Okay. I get teased a lot because I don't like vegetables. Yes, I do not like vegetables. Yes, I will eat some vegetables in different consistencies, like salsa. I love salsa. I do not, however, like the, the texture of crunchy vegetables mm-hmm. or slimy vegetables, also known as celery. Nobody likes celery. I don't like the texture of cooked vegetables because they are also slimy. I don't like the texture of corn. I'll eat potatoes. Everybody will argue that that's a starch. Okay. So is corn. Okay. Okay. Most most vegetables I do not like. There's some pickles I like, which is weird, and I like salsa. I do not like vegetables. Okay? It's not that weird. No, there's other weirdos, too. It's like our friend Alicia doesn't like fruit, and I think she's weird for that, but she thinks I'm weird because I don't like vegetables. So... Well, you're both weird, but not because of your dislike or like for vegetables or fruit. Um, and by the way, congratulations to our friends Alicia and Austin on their new baby. Aww. 
those are their initials that everyone in the family know. Uh, anyway. Oh, A-W. I was like, yeah. what? Okay. A-W, A-W, A-W. <laughs> oh, that would be H-A, H-A, no, H-A. Yeah, family there we go. biz. In anyway. It would close in the winter anyway. It wouldn't help us. Um, We should pray. Is it my turn this week? Yeah, I was going to say you used the incorrect pronoun. You said we should pray. We're not going to cover pronouns on this I podcast mean, like, ever. <laughs> you should, should have said it. I know. I I will pray. Will you join me? How yes, about that? Lord, help us. Father, we come to you um, both in thanks. Thanks for everything you blessed us with and continue to bless us with. Thank you for the opportunity to laugh and to joke around, but also to dive in and to learn in the truth that you've provided for us, the timeless truth that has been held up and uh, stood true for thousands of years now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for the sacrifice and the sacrificial love that you've provided through your son for us. Thank you for that. And I pray that anyone listening knows that and has had the opportunity and understanding to accept that and to learn and to just Make that crucial, eternal decision for you, Lord. And if they have that, I just pray that that fire just burns so hot for you, Lord. They desire to know you and learn you and and just grow the kingdom. Be kingdom-minded and just every day set out to make heaven just a little bit bigger, Lord. I ask that you make this podcast good for you and good in your plans that you use us to reach people for you lord i ask that you keep health and safety on those listening as they try to work to glorify you and to reflect your image lord all these things we give to you and ask in your name amen Woo! we did it yeah i was thinking about a couple things while you were yeah oh well that seems distracted but uh, go ahead. Um, the new movie that people should um, keep an eye out for when it's playing near them, and it actually comes out on my birthday, is called Jesus Revolution. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. so I'm excited to go watch that when we have the time to do that. But it does come out on February 22nd. Um, you mentioned you had a birthday then? Yeah. Okay. You have a birthday a couple days before mine, though. It was over a year before you that I was born. <laughs> anyway, what was the other thing um, you were thinking about? Oh, if anyone is interested, this is going to be my little plug. I am selling lavender essential oil rice bags to help me pay for my trip out to Salt Lake City uh, for $15. And if anyone would like one, I have a bunch of different patterns and things that I can make for you, um, go ahead and message our Facebook page and I can even ship them. So. Don't worry so much about the pattern. I'm about to go downstairs and heat one up when we upload this episode and I'm done up here. And uh, man, it does wonders for 
cold, achy bones in this weather. So if you're listening in Michigan or in another climate such as terrible as this, get yourself a rice bag or two or three or four. And get them bad boys heated up. Mm, helps. Yes, it does. I love making them, and every little bit on my trip out to Salt Lake will, will help. So I enjoy making those and hit me up for one. Any helps appreciated. The credit cards are starting to cry. So thanks, folks. And we are at that time. Alrighty. Thank you so much. We appreciate all of you. Please keep sharing, liking, following, commenting. It all helps, helps people find us, and hopefully helps more people uh, find Jesus. Also, when you buy rice, then you get a complimentary podcast business card. How great is that? So (laughs) mull that over. I'm expecting the inboxes to fill up now. Have a great night. Good night.